Yeah. Feel good. Fire. Think so. It's back. It is. It's a nice. It's a nice little beat. Hey, the, uh, do you know where it actually came from? Yeah. Uh, so the first host. So not the. So this 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 is the third iteration of this podcast. The first one had no connectivity to what we're doing right now. The second one was made by a guy named Ethan and Cole. They yeah. were oh, the social them. yeah they were the social media people. You probably worked with them a little bit. Yeah, Cole's the one who trained me. Yeah. Uh, hey, can you push my levels up a little bit actually? Yeah, I can do that. Yes. There we go. So. Um, that actually came from Ethan. He's Ooh. the one who found that. He's he loved his lo-fi hip hop, very chill type stuff. So yeah, I like it. It's nice. All right. I miss Ethan and Cole. <laughs> All right. Welcome, Radio World. You're listening. You're listening. To, I'm about to start my own. <laughs> He's ready to DJ. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on air. So, uh, wrong. Wrong format. My bad. <laughs> Hello, you're lis- you're on you're watching Cruising the Planet. I'm today's host, Tyler Beeson. Some of you might know me as DJ Mad Hatter. Today we got some special guests for y'all. We have Kelly, we have Randon, and a very special guest, AJ. Yeah. yeah. So uh you know, do we wanna take a moment to not many people probably know AJ. Introduce yourself. Yeah, so you sh- you should introduce yourself. Hi, uh, my name's AJ. I used to be an employee here at uh, Tarleton Radio. Um, I was Rannon's position, the audio production director, and I uh, graduated in 2020. Right now, I am currently working in the audio world. I've worked a lot of live sound. Uh, I'm currently working post-production, so mixing and mastering for music. I play piano on the weekends, and I help out uh, churches and radio stations like this to figure out things when they need help figuring things out. That's awesome. Uh, That's a lot of fun. One That's moment. Awesome. I don't think we have audio. Someone got a... Someone's saying we don't have audio? No audio. Want me to take a look? Yeah, go ahead. Coming over. This is troublesome. Yeah, hopefully, it might be because we're recording. But, uh, hopefully not. Are you sure you're supposed to send it to A1 or A2? It's supposed to be in A1. We're not getting any levels. Good way to start. Oh. <laughs> well, there we go. Yep. That was weird. I don't know what it was connecting to there. How wonderful. Well, back to the beginning. Let's go. <laughs> Is it working? In- introduction again. Music. We yeah. talked about this. We won't talk about it again. Um, wow, what a fire beat. I know. Hey, you got to work out kinks sometimes on the first time hey, it's, the, it's the first one. There we go. We have confirmation. Finally, we have audio. Thank you. Thank you to you all out there who, who managed to catch that. Um, but today, we're at Cruising the Planet. Uh, I'm your host for today, Tyler Beeson. Some of y'all might know me as DJ Mad Hatter. And of course, today we're with Kelly, uh, Brandon, and AJ. Hello again. So uh, before we get into our topics for today, I want AJ to uh, introduce him. Don't touch the table. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I should not be doing that. I actually, 
Uh, I think we should have AJ introduce himself a little bit, because uh, Kelly here is a phenomenal DJ. Ren here was here on our previous test streams, mm -hmm. and so we might know him, plus he's also a current DJ. But I want AJ to introduce himself since he's, it's been a while since he's been here. So uh, my name's AJ Heyer. Uh, I was an alumni in 2020, and I worked here from about the end of 2018 to up until I graduated. Um, I worked as Renan's position, and right now I'm currently, I work in live sound uh, post-production where I mix and master music and I play piano. Um, part of my job is also helping out in troubleshooting, just like we just did right there. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm doing my job all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I just, I love sound. I love everything about sound and I love making sound, so. All right. What's your favorite sound? Oh, I think a Steinway and Sons uh, D. Can you uh, try to recreate it? Yeah, recreate no. that. <laughs> Absolutely <What>? not. <laughs> I believe the uh, you guys just watched the Tarleton State uh, the University, right? Yeah, I was actually in that. I believe the Steinway and Son in that theater is a Steinway D. If oh. not, it's the one in the main auditorium. That's a very beautiful sound. They're great. Amazing. All right. Well, now that we've gotten to know each other a little bit, let's get into today's topics. And uh, can I just say that I think aliens is so weird. Aliens, yeah. Yeah, alien just kind of walking around the, the office. Uh, but does he really exist? Do aliens really exist? Or did he just, like, show up out of one place from someone's imagination? Tyler, uh, do you think they exist, yes or no? Do I think aliens yeah. exist? Uh, I think there's a chance. No, it's, it's a big. Like, it's a like big. Yes or no? Take a stance. What do you take think? a stance. Take a stance. Take a stance. Bro. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my my belief, and then we'll go into the full topic. It's a big universe out there, mm -hmm. nearly infinite spanning. There's tons and tons, millions of planets. Billions. Exactly, billions and billions. Surely one of those other planets has to have life on them. Yeah. Even if it's not yeah. intelligent life. Yeah. Literally bacteria on another planet counts as an alien. Exactly. That's what they're doing on Mars right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. They're looking for bacteria, microbial life. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. um, I actually watched an interesting YouTube video about this recently. Um, so what, what we're talking about right now is an effect commonly known as the um, Fermi Paradox. That's what it's called. I yes. couldn't remember. Uh... I was, I was, I've literally been doing so much research about that lately. So the Fermi so paradox is based off of the Drake equation. The Drake equation was made by a popular physicist's last name Drake. I don't know. There's a lot of equations named after a lot of people, uh, but essentially he made an equation that said, for the amount of planets there are in the universe, for the amount of stars, this is the probability of life, and it was some astronomically high number. Um, and the question became. Where? <laughs> yeah. Where is all that life? Yeah, there is a they? bunch of theories as to us being like the first ever like actual intelligent species, but there's also theories that we're super dumb compared to other alien species, yeah, but, and we just don't know about anything else. So it's we it's and, it's unknown. And I, it could be like one or the other, because like, what if we are the first intelligent species of our kind? Mm -hmm. But what if we are just like really late to the game? There's yeah. this, the universe has been around a really long time. Actually, you know, in the in the span of the universe, 14 billion years is not actually that long. Mm -hmm. Compared to? Compared to what is known as the black hole era. Oh, okay. 
think I'm in my black hole era. <laughs> Would you like to expand upon that or just no, leave him you. guessing? <laughs> Phenomenal. But uh, essentially, uh, at when all the stars go out, I feel like I'm uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's how he talks on his podcast. When all the stars go out, <laughs> there will only be uh, red dwarfs and black holes. Um, and essentially, because of Hawking radiation, they, they, they put out radiation called Hawking radiation. They're going to take, if they do dissolve, they're going to take 1 to the 10 times the 110 to the 30 power or something. That is a number of zeros that would be if you were on a piece of paper that large. So um, there's some theories right now that are saying we might just be really early to the game. And because light takes time to get to us, we're looking back in time when you look in the space. Yeah. We may just be seeing the past before. I mean, we've only had radio waves for like a hundred years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. We talked about that last Out of billions last week. Okay. I don't know. Here's my thing when it comes to like thinking about aliens, right? Is scientists typically only talk about planets with like habitable life conditions for us. So, like, the Goldilocks zone with the sun, the yeah. presence of water. But, like, mm -hmm. who's to say that an alien species would need the same kind of conditions that we live in? Yeah, who's to say that everything so, like, is a carbon-based life form? So, like, they're only looking at planets that are similar to Earth for signs of life. But, like, what about planets, like, not the gas giants? Because, obviously, those don't have, like, land. Because they're well, gas. Well, who's to say that there isn't but, a species of alien out there that's gas-based? Exactly. But also, who's to say that there isn't an alien species out there who could survive on a planet like Venus? Because Venus oh. is oh. severely messed up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Venus, uh, I think the reasoning is that we want to find someone we can communicate easily with first, and then go on to the hard ones next. <laughs> true, but who's to say that any alien species out there would be easy to connect with? That's very true. So, so does anyone know how far we've actually seen out into the universe? Uh, only to the Andromeda Galaxy, which is the closest galaxy to the Milky Way, I think. This is what we're going to a really good podcast to get Molly on. I just realized that. This is, this is like our whole thing, is, yeah. uh, is space. I love space. Sorry, sorry, Molly. We should have we should have invited you on this one. If you're gonna bring her up, you got to bring up the tagline. Watch Molly Moon on watch. Listen to Molly Moon. What's her day? Fridays. On Fridays at noon. Noon. Because it rhymes with moon. Oh yeah, it does. That's the whole thing. Watch Molly Moon Fridays at noon. Uh, talking all about space. I butchered all of that. I'm sorry, Molly. <laughs> Anyway, I saw this video. Uh, it's a very cool video on YouTube. It's it's literally called The Man Who Got Lost in Space. And so what this YouTube video is about is, is it's so hard to explain what he talks about, but it's basically like talking about his life. But so, you know, this where they found this recording was in space. They found it in space. So what he so whenever they found it was like this astronaut's helmet, right? Without the body, so it was just his helmet, and it was basically his last words before he died. And he was talking about his whole life and everything. I really suggest you go watch it. But um, at the end of the video, it reveals that it's real. They actually found this helmet. But the thing is about the helmet, um, there uh, the logo that was on the helmet was nowhere to be seen 
like on the earth like it's completely foreign to everyone no yeah. private or public like space uh like nasa or whatever no one knew where it was from or like spacex or anything yeah no like known uh what would you call it? like company uh, i guess aeronautical Aerospace. Aerospace, yeah, yeah. there you go. It was like mm. no known company. And um, the technology, they had to reverse engineer it. And it was like basically futuristic technology. And I'm serious, this is like actually real. And the language that this guy was speaking was ancient. Like, I can't remember what, what they said in the video, but it was like some ancient language from like like thousands, millions of years ago, right? And uh, that's just so crazy to think about because it's literally like you know a note in a bottle that you just let it yeah, float in the ocean see. that's literally what it is and so my thing is it's it's so human like but we don't it's not from earth so aliens could be other humans in space reptile theory time yeah yeah that's <laughs> parallel that's dimension it. theory oh i like that one wouldn't okay Aliens, not of Earth. Like, that's the technical classification, right? So, technically, wouldn't someone from a parallel dimension, like from an alternate version of Earth, wouldn't they also be considered an alien to our Earth? They would be called multi dimensional at that point. Uh, but yes, yeah, an alien. Okay, I guess yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it depends on your on your, your specification of oh, the word alien. That'd be like like the Spider Verse. So, there's like multiple different Spider Mans in there. Yeah, kind of. But it's like, well, would someone from a separate dimension of the same place still be considered an alien? Because. They're from the same location, but it's just not your location. It's, I learned it from, you want to know, I learned that one from the end of the worst Indiana Jones movie, The Crystal Skull. Well, I actually liked Crystal Skull. <laughs> I've never seen an Indiana Jones movie. Uh, well, well, she's going to watch Indiana Jones and you guys are going to talk about it on the next podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> Do you think plan. I have the time? We all how often you watch anime? Right. Yes. Joke's on you. I've been so busy with schoolwork, I haven't been able to watch anything. Not even Chainsaw Man? Not even Chainsaw Man. Wait, that's out? Yeah, yeah that's out. Chainsaw Man. No Dude, way! the only thing I've seen is the opening. Okay, I'm watching okay, okay. it tonight. I know. <laughs> We're sorry, guys. We're big into anime, but we can't talk about that here. Maybe next week. <laughs> anime topics are definitely... We talked about anime on the Cruising the Planet last time, for sure. <laughs> At one point, I know. Yeah. I feel like it's just a wide genre. You could talk about a lot. Oh, there's a lot it. we could talk about. But today, aliens. Do they exist? Do they not exist? Have they visited Earth? Yes. Yes? Yes. What makes, what makes you I also, so adamant? Okay, okay. So I was actually listening to this podcast the other day. And this guy was in the Special Forces, basically. And he was saying that... Uh, they, this guy that he worked with kept saying that they kept seeing, like, these glowing orbs in the ocean, like, far out in the middle of the ocean, right? And, like, they would just go into like bioluminescence. the... bioluminescence? Uh, kind of. I mean, literally just, like, floating orbs. But, like, they were glowing, like, So, I actually know a little bit about that. Wait, wait, I want to finish my story. Okay, quick, okay. So, okay. and so, um, they would, like, literally go into the ocean, come out, just, like, float, right? And so... They had to, they were disguising themselves to go see what it was like. So all these people disguised themselves as like, because it's like the aliens kind of, okay, anyway. So they would disguise themselves and they all went to a helicopter just to say that they were like, uh, you know, just touring, just going to see the ocean, right? Uh -huh. And and uh, the, the guy on the podcast wasn't on the helicopter, but 
the orb, the alien ship literally came out the water, saw them, shot them down, and went back as if they knew that they were hunting for them. Crazy, right? No, I don't know if that's 100% real, but I heard that on a podcast, and it's very interesting to think about. It's like the aliens knew that they were coming to look for them. Podcasts are 100% accurate places <laughs> for information. Yeah. Reputable scholarly oh, yeah. sources. Yeah. Yes. You can trust all um, of us. So I actually know a little bit about a reason for like floating, kind of quote-unquote floating orbs of light within the ocean, in that I believe it was sometime back... It was like the 1900s, like mid to late 1900s. The U.S. military actually started doing these experiments with like these underwater habitats to do experiments um, on how like extreme isolation would affect people. Um, And so they would craft these underwater like little bubbles, um, like made out of glass, plastic, whatever material, um, to keep people like under the sea to test those like effects of extreme isolation. Mm. And uh, it was in the past couple of decades that it was deemed, like, I don't know, really bad, and they were told to stop doing that. Um, but all the things are, like, are still there. Like, you can dive, like, deep under the water and, like, still find these, like, things. And there's some conspiracy theories out there that say that they're still being used. Wow. And they do include light sources. Do they float in midair, though, and, like, like, not in the water? I mean, I don't know for sure. There's not a whole lot known about them, but podcasts are just such reputable sources of information. I'm not saying that I believe that 100%. I'm just like, it's a cool story. It's a cool story. Yeah. And, like, no one hears about that stuff because, one, he was in the Special Forces, and a lot of, like, the government doesn't like people in the I'm just going to say that. They, they hide all of that stuff. Uh, and they're just not Okay, okay. I do have something to say about that, though. Because I'm on, the, I'm on the, the side of the opposite side of the fence. Maybe for Devil's Advocate, maybe not. No one will know but me. Uh, that there are no aliens on Earth. Really? For the same wow. reason that oh, the yeah. Earth is not flat. You know what that reason is? It is too big of a lie to keep. The amount of people that would need to be involved in something like that and the, and the say that they would all keep quiet and not just be like one-off Navy SEAL or like guys talking on podcasts, but like not someone that would just come out, either leak something like Snowden. And we know what happened to Snowden. Is that happening to these guys? No. Wait, what happened? Oh, he ran. He he, he got charged that's for like life in prison or something like that for treachery. That's the WikiLeaks guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. Here's my thing. is like, if aliens exist, and like I said, they probably do because... The galaxy, the universe is, like, endless. Yeah. There is, like, a 0% chance that we are the only life forms out there. What reason do they have for being on Earth and, like, hiding themselves? Maybe to make fun of us because of how slow we have You know what? No, I'll give you that. (laughs) Or they're like, whoa. We're just one big reality TV show for the rest of the universe. We've really barely made it onto the moon, so... We can't even, we can't even, like... God, people that deny the moon landing. It's just one big prank to them. It's just one big prank. We've actually left the solar system recently. Voyager 2 just uh, left, I think a couple years ago, left the, uh, uh, the I solar get, and went interstellar. Which I is really get cool. entirely yeah, is too really attached cool. to interstellar traveling robots. I feel so bad for them. I know that they're robots. The Mars rover thing broke me when that happened, when it was like, it's getting dark and I can't see, and then ran out of power. I cried. So and I'm not ashamed to admit that. Yeah. 
Y'all seen pictures of the new uh, James Webb telescope? Oh, it's so cool. Oh my gosh, it's so pretty. It's I was so going to say, that, that those pictures are the farthest we've ever seen yeah. out into the universe, and it's really Did cool. Did you guys see that recent picture that came out with, like, a, there was, like, a supernova, a black hole kind of thing that, like, vaguely formed the shape of, like, a skull, and there's a picture of it, and it looks insane. It's so cool. Oh, I think I, I have seen, seen that one, actually. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. It's like seeing shapes and clouds and stuff, and... Space is my favorite subject. Yeah, I love Star space. Trek? Yeah. A little bit, a little Star bit. Wars. Star Wars. No. Never seen Star Wars. Star Wars. I mean, I like Star Wars, but Star, Star Trek's... Wars. Consider yourself lucky you're not a fan of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I do. They're doing it to it right now, it's, yeah. it's sad. <laughs> I think at this point, it's just not beginner-friendly. There's too much of it. It's like Same with piece. the MCU. And One Piece. Funny thing... This is a bit of a sight. I went to Tokyo on a study abroad, and, and we went up into Shibuya Square, awesome. and there's a department store that is just all anime, and then there was literally an entire wall that was just manga of One Piece and its translations. Oh and it took, uh, this is a giant skyscraper wall, <laughs> like, the entire I, wall was One Piece. I think it's I know what store that you're like talking that. about. They just had a Jujutsu Kaisen collaboration with, like, a really, like, Oh, what's the word? Like a luxury brand? I forget which one exactly, but like there were like jackets, like a collaboration with Jujutsu Kaisen, and it was literally like thousands of dollars because luxury brands. Yeah. Now, I have a question for Randon because he seems to be the conspiracy theorist yeah. among us. Among us? <laughs> <laughs> um, do soft. you think if aliens on Earth, do you think they enjoy anime? No. If I enjoy anime as much as I do, then I would think they would. <laughs> E.T.'s just in there e e watching e One Piece. E.T.'s favorite anime is definitely like One Piece. <laughs> yeah. I still need to watch There's definitely a couple aliens in One Piece, if you really think of them. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, do I think aliens enjoy One Piece? <laughs> <laughs> aliens on Earth. Do you oh. think they're aliens on Earth? Uh, that one's a little bit more interesting. Uh... I don't know. I mean, I think if there are aliens on Earth, then they're very... There aren't a lot of them. I think that it's like a it's a small sect, only like maybe under 100, maximum 200. You know what I think? Aliens helped build the pyramids. Duh. Actually, I... No. Um, that conspiracy theory is very much rooted in racism. Oh, is that right? Uh -huh, because, like, ancient civilizations, like ancient Egypt, ancient Rome, were very advanced. Yeah. But also, there was a lot of enslaved people in ancient Egypt. Um, and it's very... It, it, it's like how the lizard people theory is rooted in anti-Semitism. It's one of those things where it's just like, haha, funny conspiracy theory, but then, like, you get down to the roots of it, and it's just like, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But back to aliens, though. Yes. Like, um, there's uh, some exciting uh, things going down. So I just watched a, uh, Anton Petrov is an awesome YouTube uh, channel on uh, that name sounds so YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> he's a science guy. He just, he, he talks a lot. Uh, I think he's Eastern European of some sort. Got a strong accent. He's great. I check him out, uh, out on YouTube. But he just did a video how on Europa they're going to send a mission soon to oh. to check out the, so Europa's the one with the the underground ocean oh, yeah? and that they think there might be microbial or some sort of maybe even multicellular life there and it it splues out water from its ice caps I know a lot about Europa and I do not ever want to disclose the reason why destiny yeah 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was about to say Warframe. But... No. I could never get into Warframe, but um, I know embarrassingly a lot about Europa now because of Destiny. So, uh, yeah, imagine if our future is Destiny. We're, we're, we're in trouble. Absolutely screwed. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would um, be awesome. Be a so what they're going to do is they're going to send a satellite through the water. That's so cool. And they're going to collect the water and see if they can discover any Wait, do we have the technology compounds. to make that completely waterproof? Well, oh, there's yeah. a there's a there's a rover from not a rover, a satellite from like 1990 that is going around Jupiter and went through Europa's atmosphere almost. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it did a it did a low pass in preparation for this mission so that he get really good pictures up close. Can I just say, I think it's absolutely hilarious that, like, all of Jupiter's moons are named after, like, um, the mistresses of, like, Zeus slash Jupiter from Greek and Roman mythology. And that one of the, what is it, the satellite that they're sending to Europa, isn't it called, like, Juno or something? Yep, the I, Juno satellite. Yeah. I love that. And it proves that aeroscience like that is just full of nerds, yep. and I love them dearly for it. Oh, man. But, uh, no, there's a lot of interesting things going down. James Webb has just changed astronomy. Mm -hmm. I mean, the if you've seen the deep um, image, the one with the weird, like, stringy galaxies that are getting, like, that is looking to, like, almost a billion years after the Big Bang. Sometimes sooner. Like, that is, you're looking back in time at that image. It's so cool. Billions of, just billions okay. of systems and stars. Wait, wait, so a little off topic from aliens, but on topic with space and such. Do you guys consider Pluto a planet? Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, I do. Tyson was Do you wrong. have beef with Pluto? Tyson was wrong. So. On right now. Tyson, uh -huh. come, come, to school, come to our school, and I'll accept. Debate I will, me over I will, Pluto. I will, I, will, I will only accept Pluto not Why? being a planet when, when Tyson comes to our school, Tarleton State University in Stevieville, and shakes my hands and says to my face, Pluto is not a planet. Why, Why is Pluto not a planet? Because it's now categorized as a dwarf planet. Well, they took that status away for a couple of years, too, and it was only recently reinstated as a dwarf planet. <laughs> so, to understand Pluto, you need to understand the Oort cloud. Oh, I Oort. love the Oort cloud. What's the Oort cloud? The Oort cloud is where comets come from. It's a frozen, like, graveyard of ice, icy things, essentially, yeah. that all comet, uh, comets orbit around the sun from very far away mm -hmm. and what happens is little little things will happen and then suddenly a comet gets pushed in and that's how a comet gets into our system uh -huh. um so uh the Oort cloud is full of these objects like pluto um now the Oort cloud is also the uh current contender for the planet nine which the whole Oort cloud you got it. I mean, you, it's somewhere in there, yeah. So what they're do, what they're, what they're finding is some things in the Oort cloud are orbiting around something that should be a planet, but they can't find the planet. So there's a there's a theory right now that we might actually have a small black hole on the outskirts of the solar system. That's terrifying. That is. No, thank oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a hypothesis. No proof on that anywhere. Just just something. That is an absolutely terrifying thought. Well, black holes on themselves aren't aren't like. If you say they're not terrifying, they are yeah. terrifying. No, they're they're absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Um, but they're they're the 
But if we had something like that close enough, do you know how much scientific information we could get from that thing? Mm -hmm. We would, we would, that would, that would push us into yeah, the space Yeah, but age. like, we don't have the technology to, to understand near yeah, a black no. hole. Well, well, according to Interstellar, going into a black hole is not that bad. Well, uh, yes, according, soft singularity. According to a movie. <laughs> The ending movie. of that movie really confused me. I'll be real. I had oh, to rewatch so it like a second time to understand it. Such a good movie. And Such the music. Hans Zimmer wrote the music, not knowing what the movie was about. Seriously. That actually happens a lot with video game soundtracks. Mm -hmm. I, I talk heavily about that on my show. This is a same shameless self plug. <laughs> yeah. I do. Plug I, I do a show on the plug weekends, part. Sunday at 10 a.m. called Behind the Soundtracks, title pending. I talk about video game music, the composition like that, and anime music too, but like video, like the music composition, the composers, so like that is something that I have talked about before on my show. Um, sometimes composers just don't get any details, they, they're just given vibes. They, vibes. They, they literally told Hans Zimmer that Interstellar was about a, a kid in time. Not even space? Just time. I think they, I think the point Honestly, was to give him the sense. wrong thing, so he would write something that was in along the same lines, but would still give a sense of unease, but wonderments and That's stuff like that. Fantastic. Yeah. There's I an interview like about it idea. online where Hans Zimmer talks about it. If you want to find that, just just over there. <laughs> if you want to find that, just look up. I think Hans Zimmer on Interstellar music. Yeah. Now it's one of the most famous movie soundtracks in the world. <sighs> I play it all I the time. I have one of my songs on my playlist. Yeah. Amazing. Can you play it on piano? Yeah. Uh, so he uses a similar theme throughout the one, but my favorite song is Cornfield Chase, mm -hmm. yeah. um, where you have these, um, we're all music geeks here, so we're going to get into this. We have these arpeggiating strings that go around, and then the, the I don't remember if it's synth or piano organ, but it goes... Da, 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 da. Is there a way you can play stuff? Oh, uh, we can't legally play that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we probably couldn't legally play that, but yes. That was there just is. curious. <laughs> kind of like future stuff. They're like, well, yes, but no. <laughs> what are your guys' favorite instruments? Uh, trombone, all the way. Let's go. Are you saying that because you played the trombone? I'm I'm a little biased. I, I'll admit it. Okay. okay. I'm a little biased. I'd say piano, guitar, or trumpet. Okay. Okay. I respect that. Obviously, obviously, I think you would be. Piano. You look like you're having a little trouble. Do you you. You asked me what my favorite children were. I said instrument. <laughs> yeah, See? same difference. Oh, oh, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, he um, gets it. He gets it. I'll, I'll give you a second. My favorite is between the cello and the harp because I like to be different. Not actually because I like. I just. I just. They're fun. Remember, we want to. We want to mix. Sorry, I'm teaching right now. We're gonna. We want to mix soft and then turn up our own headphones if we need to. Yeah, we're, we're getting kind of into the red, so I was lowering things down, and I've been trying to ride the board a little bit. There you go. But uh, I think we just need to keep things a little under under unity. And as, uh, as, as these guys progress and they learn, the show is only going to get better, so make sure you're tuning in. Uh, Tyler, plug your own show. Uh, my show? Well, I... The sad thing is I haven't done a sh my, like, my, my specific show. I haven't done... Uh, the rabbit hole this year, unfortunately, but I go on. I meant cruising the planet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the quality on this show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, you're listening currently to Cruising the Planet. We uh, we air um, Thursdays.
uh, from 1.30. I don't consider it my show. I consider it our show. You know, I mean, the stage. Flag. I, I apologize for the, the misunderstanding. It's That's our show. <laughs> it's our show. Someone play the communist theme song. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't that just be the Soviet Union, like the national anthem? Yeah, it Did is. I just say communist theme song? That is the. <laughs> Why not? Oh, man. You wouldn't believe how many There's... communist flag memes I have on my phone that There's are just no waiting for I someone actually... to say the word our. I was planning. So, me and my roommates. This is, this is completely off. You know, I'll tell y'all after. Funny joke. Y'all don't get to hear it. Sorry, guys. Inside joke time. But uh, instruments are always really interesting to me because um, when you're when you're working in post production or recording or anything like that, um, let's say you're a producer, it's all about tone and where you want tone and where you want feeling. Because a piano playing a part and a saxophone playing a part is going to feel wildly different in, in the same song. Yeah, I think of music okay. as more than a sound; it's a feeling that you feel inside. It's contextual it's a collaboration. It's not just a sound. It's art in its purest form. <laughs> I really think. Now that we're getting all philosophical. Yes. Yes. It is though. It we is. were we were talking about aliens and their existence. I mean, what's more existential than being alone in the universe? So, oh. my my to finish off the alien conversation, I do want to say one last thing on that. My biggest thing when it comes to that sort of thing is, we have only been like this for like. Just, 300 years like industrialized for like 300 years yeah like and we're already looking at like you know some scary th i don't want to fear monger i don't want to but some scary things potentially you know ukraine all the threats that are being thrown around by countries right now and that's like a real thing we have to deal with so like imagine you're looking a million years back in time and you're trying to just find one civilization in that one period where they just have radio out like it's ex you're you're literally trying to find a needle in an infinite haystack mm -hmm. that gets older as you go out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good way to put it. Um, kind of building off that, sort of. Uh, I have a question for y'all. It's let's say aliens do exist and they are definitely more advanced than us. Um, when do you think that they will make themselves known? When do you think in our so, society, societies, and planetary evolution. Do you think that they will make themselves known? I hope to see alien in my life sometime. That would be awesome. I think. Yeah, I, I too think I'm, that'd be cool as long as they're nice people. I'm still of the mind that there's no real reason to. I mean, there's no real benefit. I mean, if we're looking at like a, a, a civilization that's much more advanced than us, what do we have to offer them? Well, imagine well, being able to say you talk to an alien. Like, yeah, that like benefits actually. us. How do, how do we benefit them? Yeah. It's gotta be symbiosis, man. Well, well they'll, they'll probably experiment on us or something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, here's, here's my thing, is that, uh, I'm gonna look back at Star Trek, of course. Yeah. So, in Star Trek, there's this, uh, what's the point called whenever... First contact. First contact. That's not the one I'm talking about. But I believe that's the movie. No, it, it, it's called First Contact. They, they have... First contact protocol or something like that, uh, if I remember correctly. I'm going to look it up. But, uh, I got no, it's the, uh, the Galactic, what is it? It's not the Galactic Alliance, or they make themselves known after a certain civilization. Oh, the Federation. Happened. Yeah, the Fe thank you. Yeah. I mean, Galactic Alliance is from something else. I don't remember. Star Wars. But, uh, <laughs> the, the 
Federation makes itself known after a civilization has achieved light speed. Correct. Yep. So, and after that, they're deemed high enough, a high enough intelligence that they can be, that they are granted entry into the Federation of Planets. Wait, this is in Star Trek? This yeah. is in Star Trek. I've never seen Star Trek. <laughs> you're missing out. That's cool. I didn't it's know. very cool. And if you haven't seen Star Trek, watch The Next Generation if you're looking for the first one. <laughs> like the first Star Trek series to watch. It's a good one. Yeah. Next Generation is my favorite. I have a problem with the Star Trek philosophy, though. Because, I, I mean, it's cool, right? Like, but Star Trek assumes that everybody is like us. And that's from a logistical standpoint that they need to, like, like record people and, like, have aliens be people and actors and stuff. So, like, it makes sense. But how do you explain even the idea of a question to someone who doesn't speak your language? A quest for I, knowledge. If you ever seen... I imagine um, trying to establish contact with them would be, like olden day like like ancient earth when people mm -hmm. who didn't speak the same languages were trying to communicate which there's even still a lot of languages out there like if you try and translate something from english to chinese or like whatever there's not always going to be a direct translation of those kinds of things it's a lot of like guesswork mm -hmm. um kind of contextualizing thing into your own like language so I, I feel like it would be similar to that where you could do your best. It's not always going to be a one-to-one, -one, though. What's that yeah. movie that came out recently that was about... Sorry. No, uh, no, no, no. Uh, what's that movie that came out recently that was about that? It had the bean-shaped giant metal, like there was ten of them, and they went up into it. It had a Hawkeye in it as the scientist. And they're literally... Is it a movie? It's a movie, yeah. Like, like it's a few years ago. Yeah. I think that's literally what I was going to talk about. Yeah. That movie. Yeah, go ahead. And, and, like, they would, like, touch the glass and they had, like, it, their hands looked like starfish, kind of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And their language was, like, symbols. Right? Or, like. Yeah, it was remember. symbols. It was so. Like some crazy symbols that, that the, like, the main character was trying to uh, decode the whole time. Because. It's so interesting because it's. It's like talking to someone that doesn't even understand a language or like I, it's so hard to explain well i mean they're kind of doing experiments with like gorillas kind of like primates and stuff like that where they're trying to teach them to communicate using symbols so i feel like it's kind of like maybe that's similar to what you're talking it's like, about it's like it's those like... videos you see of dogs pressing those buttons <laughs> oh, exactly. yeah. the movie's called arrival by the way the rival that's yeah arrival. okay here's my thing when it comes to aliens and media I fully do not believe that people are creative enough when using aliens as a concept in stories. Yeah. Um, I, I, and it's actually why I prefer, like, reading stories about aliens than, like, watching them. Because, mm -hmm. like, writers, like, um, uh, Kurt Vonnegut, like, Ray Bradbury, get, like, way creative with aliens in their stories. And then you watch aliens in, like, TV shows or movies, and it's just, like, omnipotent being. They all, Transcendence. They all, that, they all have that big head and big eyes. And they or they're like green and just yeah. kind of weird. And I'm just like, can like we just get logo. like um, what is it? I think it was it it, it was either Kurt Vonnegut or Ray Brad, Ray Bradbury, Jesus, um, that um, wrote the story and it had aliens in it. I'm I'm actually pretty sure it was Kurt Vonnegut. Um, and the alien was shaped like a plunger, and had a glove on top of it, and that was it. I and will it, say it, it like. It moved by jumping and using the plunger part of it to move. <laughs> Yo, I will say one show that has really like, like what you're talking about has like shows come like just like you think of a character they make and you're like, how in the world did they come up with that? Mm -hmm. Dragon Ball. Oh you ever God. seen Dragon Ball? Yeah, I, I've I've watched I've watched all of Dragon Ball Z. It's I've... like how do they come up with some of those alien characters? It's insane. 
It's it's cool. I don't know. That, I feel like I feel like some of them are a little basic. Like you think about Beerus and his Beerus. fat brother. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, okay, but, but like ancient Egyptian design, cat. But like the character designs, he's literally a god, and there, it's a bad god. And I, a good I'm talking god. about like physical character design, but uh, then you get to something like Majin Buu, and it's just yeah. like. How did you think of this? Yeah, he's literally just, he just likes this. Especially when Majin Buu gets buff. That's he's uncomfortable. Buff. So, he's bubblegum. Speaking of... Chewed and unchewed. Speaking of character design, I actually know, uh, I was actually the origin of the alien. Uh, for, for Game's DR. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You brought um, him? It kind of. It was, it was... He brought him into this universe. <laughs> Me, yeah. Ethan, and Cole were, uh, we were planning... Uh, and Aaron, um, if you're watching Aaron and everybody from the old crew, hi, it's nice to see you guys again. Uh, we were planning for party with the planet and, uh, we had to cancel because it was going to rain and we were going to do it on the bandstand. Uh, so we had to make an announcement and, uh, we had used the alien as like background marketing material, but never made like the physical mascot yet. So our party of the planet, we had like a thousand balloons that were all green, white, and blue, and purple. And I took one of the green balloons and wrote a face on it. And I went outside and we did like an old fashioned, wow, well, party of the planet is now canceled. Alien, what do you think of that? Oh no, alien! And I let him go and it flew away. No! <laughs> so for the actual party with the planet, we bought the inflate, Ethan went on and bought the inflatable alien. I think he needs to be refilled. Is it the one out there right now? The one out there needs a serious workout. (laughs) He's kind of slouching on the couch. He he let himself go over summer break. Yeah, he he ain't doing well. That mid-semester crisis is really hitting hard. Mid-semester crisis. I think I'm having one of those. (laughs) Mm. Ah, so those are the black holes. No. (laughs) Only partially. It's like one of the black holes. The great one. That will take a trillion, trillion, trillion years to evaporate. <laughs> oh man, but the um, concept of like trillion makes me uncomfortable. Google. Cause look, that's a big number. What? Google. That's a number. No, it's not. Google Plus. It is. Yeah, it, it is. is a number. Google. It's like it's. I thought ridiculous. I thought there wasn't anything after trillion. You just start making up words that rhyme no, with billion no. and trillion no, and million. No, there's no, there's no limit to where numbers stop. Quadrillion? No, no. Septillion? I, okay, no, I see. It's like one Mil- with a hundred zeros. Oh my god, it's the prefixes of the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> math. That's where we are, we're at here. Do I look like someone who's good at math? I think Googleplex is 10 to the 100. It's Trillion. Insane. Try. Billion. Oh no, five. it's 10 to the 10 to the 10. means 2. Yeah. <laughs> You're all right. No, <laughs> I hate math. Uh, this is why we play music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I got out of It's thing. why I'm not a math major and I haven't taken a math class in two years. Still music theory. It's very hard to... Taking so. a finance class right now? Yeah, that's the joke, right? Music... Math's uh, bad. Music, this isn't rocket Music science. majors can only count to four, right? Yeah. I can about five. One, business two, three, four, business two, majors, two, three, four, they're only two, able two, three, four, to color inside the lines. Jokes even, on them, I can't even color inside the lines. Even when it's six, eight, we still count one and a two and a. We don't even count the six. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. But this is, this is a lot of fun, guys. You guys are a lot of fun to talk to. 
Oh. I feel like the entertainment from me specifically just comes from the fact that I'm like a little stupid. Like in no. a fun way though. <laughs> just a little bit. Oh, it's always nice to have what to is be it? a little twisted. And I was arranged. um I was, I had a, I had to have a whole conversation last year with uh, some friends. Because I'm I'm not from around Texas. I'm from a very metropolitan area. Um Where? Where are you from? Chicago. Oh. And I uh didn't know that there were different breeds of chickens. I kind of thought there was just the chicken. Um, so like, yeah, a little stupid a lot of the time. I, I'm from Minnesota. I know the feeling. <laughs> Where's your accent? Uh, I've lived here for like seven years. Dude, say. <laughs> I've been told I talk way too fast and I'm just like, that's just how it is up there. Oh yeah, but I can go, I can go back up to Minnesota if you need me to. That's amazing. I, li I lived in Fargo, North Dakota for a bit. I've been told I speak with a very Midwestern accent. You do. You do. Where are you from, uh, Brandon? Oh, I'm from Louisiana. Is that, that right? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm Cajun. Uh, my family talks very deep Cajun accent. Do you know how to cook? Oh, yeah, I know how to cook. I think. I think <laughs> <laughs> how are those roads in Louisiana? Oh. <laughs> That's always don't, the joke that people bring up. Don't get me started. <laughs> Louisiana is pretty, but there's nothing over there. It's kind of wild enough to in Texas. I feel like anything past the Mississippi, they share that. Like, there's, yeah. we love it here, but there's nothing to do <laughs> until you get to California. I, I, I did all of my elementary school and like parts of middle school up in Chicago, and there was always so much to do, cause like big metropolitan area. And then I moved to the middle of nowhere, Texas, and suddenly the primary source of entertainment became going to Walmart and driving around on the weekends. <laughs> Sorry, back that, roads. Was, that was my That's whole why we life like for like seven years. <laughs> I like that life though. I'd much rather live a life like that than in a huge city. I, I just couldn't live in a city like that. There's too many people. Yeah, I, I prefer living in the smaller towns around the big metropolitan yeah. area. Like I'm from, I grew up in Louisiana, but I live, like my family lives in Denton, Texas. It's pretty far from Dallas, but it's still like, I don't know. It's kind of like Granbury, but a little bit more. Yeah, see, Cranberry is really cool because it has, like, everything you need. Not everything you necessarily want, but everything you need. I thought Denton had a skyline. Mm -hmm. what, what's north of Dallas that has a skyline? There's, there's a... Maybe Frisco. Frisco. No, I don't know. Frisco or Plano. Probably Frisco. The... The joke is that we always consider it DFW as the cities, but, like, there's, like, five different skylines in the area, so it's like... Okay, wait, wait, wait. So on the subject of different areas, what is the biggest thing that you miss about Minnesota? I miss snow. I, I honestly miss the snow. I miss I miss cold. I do not like the heat. Neither do I. <laughs> I'm going back up to Chicago next week, and it's like 50 degrees there because it's October, mm. and I'm so excited I get to pack on Wait, my sweaters so and have a good fashion week next week. What made you come to Tarleton if you live in Chicago? I moved here with my family in middle school, uh, and it's a whole thing, but basically my uncle died, so my grandparents moved here, and then my grandparents wanted one of their kids around to like take care of them, so my mom was kind of appointed the one to do that, and my dad didn't like Chicago for reasons that we can't get into here, yeah. um, so that's how I ended up here. Um, okay. I did actually apply to the University of Chicago. Um, but it's about $80,000 a year, yep. yeah. and that's that's more debt for the one year than I will have for the entirety of my time at Tarleton. But I will say, the thing that I missed most about Chicago is, you know how it's kind of a stereotype that, like, all the Italians and the Jewish people settled in New York? It's objectively true. 
all the Polish people came to Chicago. Do you know there is nowhere, nowhere in this state practically that has like Polish food? I miss <laughs> Polish food. I miss there there I've never been able to pronounce them like because Polish is like a difficult language. But they're called pochkis. They're these donuts. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They are delicious. And I grew up Catholic. So they were a special little treat for Fat Tuesday if Lent, if you guys know what that is. Mm-hmm. Do they do that in Christianity or is that just like a Catholic thing? That's just I, Okay. Well, anyways, Lent, 40 days, right? You have Fat Tuesday because it's like Palm Sunday and then Ash Wednesday and Fat Tuesday is, you know, the day of indulgence right before Lent. So actually the history of Pachkis is really interesting <laughs> because I know a lot. I'm not even Polish. Okay. I just grew up with a lot of Polish people. Um, Lent, the, the beginning of Lent coincides with the end of the Polish carnival season, which is a time of a lot of fried food. And so the Pachkis were kind of developed as a way like as a kind of go-between because a lot of Polish people are Catholic because mm. Europe. Um, so it, they were kind of invented as like this halfway between but um, for like the Polish carnival season and the beginning of Lent, that day of indulgence on Fat Tuesday. And so there'd be these fried donuts that are filled with like jam, like fruit jams and then topped with like some stewed fruit too, you know, like when you set strawberries with like sugar and it makes that like syrupy kind of thing with powdered sugar. Mm. They're so good. I'm not lying. I'm going up to Chicago next week. I'm getting a pachki. <laughs> it's on my itinerary. That, that does bring up a good point, though. Like, we're from out of here, but you guys are from this area. South. Like, south. Uh, deep I south. I am from south. Yeah. I am from Texas. So, like, um, if you had to choose, because, I mean, we had to have the same conversation. Like, if you had to choose anywhere else to live in, well, we were probably brought against uh, our against will. Against our will. Yeah, but, like, uh, our parents had that conversation. If you had to live anywhere else, not in Texas, not in like the deep south, so like California, the New New England, the Midwest, um, I don't know what Ohio it's Ohio still the Midwest or Ohio is nothing. It's the middle. It doesn't exist. It's mid. <laughs> it's mid. <laughs> Ohio is very Man, mid. That's a great question. Okay. Answer, where would you want to go and what would be the thing you would miss most about this area? Yeah. Because yeah. we we just answered that. Tyler, so. do you want to go first? Uh, I'll try to go first. Um, so the issue is, is that I actually like Texas. I do too. Uh, I've grown up here my entire life, to the point where uh, when people ask me where I'm from, I literally just say Texas. Um, grow- I've moved around. Uh, never been in a place for too long. I've actually, I think Steveville's been about the place I've been the longest. So I really just say Texas. But uh, where would I go if I wasn't here? And what would you miss? I mean, I'd miss, I'd miss a lot about Texas. Da- Dairy Queen. I'd miss that. I don't know why I'd miss mm. Dairy Queen. Just Dairy like, Queens are everywhere. What Dairy Queens yeah, are everywhere. Yeah, I know, but the the, the menu, the Texas menu. In Dairy I can't. Queen. I can't speak the on if that menu is everywhere. Yeah, they're not really like they're in Illinois, but they're not really in Chicago. So I didn't have much experience with Dairy Queen until I moved here. You would think a. The ice cream shop in Minnesota wouldn't do well, but they're all over the place. Dude, people will go nuts over ice cream, even Everyone if it's dead, win- dead winter. Everyone wants her ice cream. But you, you'd miss, if, if it wasn't anywhere else, the Texas Dairy Queen menu. Yeah. Like, there's just something about it. I don't know. The dude. I don't know why that's that's the first thing that came to my mind. No, I think that's valid. Uh, I don't know. I like Mississippi. I've been there a couple of times. Because uh, I love Waffle House, and the Waffle House is down there, and the just tastes so much better than those here. I'm sorry, Texas Waffle Houses. They just they just don't compare. And plus, in Mississippi, I don't know if y'all have ever been to Mississippi, but there's like one on every corner. 
Like, like every every third block has a, has a Waffle House. I don't think I've ever actually seen a Waffle House in person. They're, they're a bit more rare here in Texas. There's one up in Weatherford, I think. There's there's one in Weatherford, and then there's... There's, there's one in Burleson. Yeah, Burleson. All of you to assume I know where either of those Alvar- towns are. Alvarado. They're around. Uh, Thank you. North Very of Granbury. <laughs> north like of Granbury. I don't yeah. know where that is either. Granbury yeah. is east of here. I know. Near Fort Worth. Near Fort Worth. I know. Fort, we're about an hour away from Dallas, Fort Worth. I yeah. know where Austin is relative to my hometown. I know where Waco is. And I know just, where uh, Houston is. But that's your, not it. Just stick it in your map and you'll, you'll find one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Google knows where it is. Sure. Google knows where it is. What about you, Randon? Yeah, where would you go? What would you so, miss? I like mountains. Okay. So Ooh, I would probably go to Colorado. Colorado. Colorado or Appalachia? I don't know. Just somewhere in the mountains. But I love Colorado. It's so pretty. I can Wait, would you be able to handle like the difference, the like the air pressure thing? I love cold, but I could probably deal with that. But no, it's not about bit. the weather. It's about the air that yeah, you're able yeah, to get. The air yeah, pressure. Okay, yeah. I know. I've um, actually never been to Colorado. I really want to though. I've I've been a few times, and that really wouldn't that really didn't affect me. And mm-hmm. it's been eleven years though, so it could be different. Now. Yeah, true. But the mountains. Just uh, sitting at the top of the mountains, about a, that feeling you, you get whenever you're about to snowboard down the whole mountain. Honestly, that's like, like such an experience. It's like pure bliss, you know. That I sounds mean, so cool. Just, you got me wanting to go to the mountains. How dare you? It's, it's amazing. All right, all right. I respect that answer. What would you miss? I don't know. I would just miss Texas. I just like Texas, you know. It's where I grew up. I feel a that. lot, a lot of memories. This is not just one thing. Mm. I kind of like the people here too. That is that too wrong? Yeah, I would say the people. The, I, nice. I feel like people in the north are a little bit more mean than mm. the people in the Midwestern south. passive aggressiveness. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, like <laughs> everyone in Louisiana is just so nice, no matter what. My favorite thing about Texas and the deep south is if someone has a problem with you, they're not gonna like tiptoe around. They're gonna be like, I don't like you. Yeah. Even <laughs> like no, even with that like southern hospitality thing, like there's a difference between you. Like you can tell when someone's doing that the whole like southern hospitality and like they like you versus yep. like when they don't like you. Yep. it's very obvious, yep. and I I do appreciate that straightforwardness. But uh, we're uh, coming up on time. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Uh, but I was having a hard time breaking up from y'all. Because <sighs> Great conversation. We we were we were talking before and being like, "Well, we're gonna yeah, do we thirty kinda, minutes." We kind of drifted off topic minutes. a little bit. I was gonna try and make a joke oh, about man. how uh, we're all aliens, but uh, <laughs> we probably are, dude. Honestly, yeah, maybe, that's not a thing. Are humans just an alien life form that was dropped off <sighs> on the planet? There's right, gonna be a part so. two of yeah, this we'll, podcast. We'll never be able to get to to that part because we drifted off. Oh no. <laughs> well, it's been fun, guys. Uh, like. Like before, I'm Tyler Beeson. I was your host today in Cruising the Planet. We'll be back next Thursday. We'll have probably have a different cast. I'll probably still be here. But uh, we are with today. Introduce yourself. Oh, uh, my name's Kelly. I'm Randy. And I'm AJ. Thank you so much for having me back on after years. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was great to see you guys, and we'll be back next Thursday. I'll so see you later. It was a uh, real fun. Bye guys. Bye.